0: Welcome to another fantastic episode of PNB. Yes, I said it. It's fantastic. I already know this episode is going to be gold. Liquid Audible Gold. And I'm your host, Dylan Tierney, here to bring you the gold alongside my gold... Hello, Robert. How are you doing? I'm okay. Robert Beach, say hello.
1: Um, what do you want me to do again?
0: Just say hi. How's it going, man? Oh, I told you this How's is audible going? gold. I mean, come on. You got oh, to Oh, it, it is.
1: It, it's, it's very much so. Yeah, I, you were just talking to me about fucking uh, air. You were talking to me about
0: Quasimodo getting a, getting a fuck buddy. So mm. I, get I thought fu- you were ready to Quasi go.
1: Quasimodo get, getting his fuck down on, on some random poor person who was also voiced by, by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ladies and gentlemen. Jesus.
0: Uh. <laughs> Ick. And also joining me on this gold medal-winning podcast, Brendan Lundy,
2: say hello. Hi, I'm, I'm I'm Brendan here on the PNB cast. If you want more Audible gold, go to audible.com slash PNB for your 25% off the Quasimodo uh, audiobook of the Quasimodo color. Narrated
1: book. by Jason uh, Alexander. Hugo himself. Narrated...
2: He he narrates it as he's coloring it. It's uh, it's probably my favorite Audible release so far in uh, twenty twenty. You know, I would love to so, hear uh, what
0: yeah. a coloring book would sound like. <laughs> just just in concepts, just what I don't even know. I don't even um, know that. Like, I got to get really high. If I, I got to do a Jason the, the, Alexander impression right now. I, I, I would, but, um, I just got to see. I, 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 I got to get really. It's fucking an high ASMR video. Come on. Unless I get really high, I'm not going to be able to uh, to conceptualize. The audio of the like the audible transcription Seeing of of, 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 of a coloring book. Yes, got to call oh, up
1: man. some Let of my high school buddies because I now children. You. This is the color jade.
2: I could. I mean, I could do my best, but I would be explaining. It's terrible. It. I mean, I have synesthesia, so I could try. Well, there my best. you go. But sight beyond sight and smell them. Very nice. But, uh, of course, I see colors, but you know, what I, mean. I know what you mean.
1: Well, I don't know about you guys, but I see no color. Thanks. Thanks DNC convention <laughs> 2020.
2: Are you colorblind? Man. I didn't know that, Rob. That's a this is a new this is a new Great. thing. Oh I no, no no, no. no. Be- being I colorblind
1: guess. means you're you, you see certain colors, but me right. the 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 heightened centrist,
0: I see no colors at all. Gotcha, none. Everything's one. So, everything's monocolor. It's not even black and white. You just see you just see one color <laughs> and that's it. So you're actually blind. Is that it?
1: Yeah. So they, they call me the super scion um, centrist.
0: To call back to a joke with me and Brendan, that was really funny. <laughs> Especially if you are very, very uh, let's say strict with your translation of uh Dragon Ball <laughs> minutia. I, 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 I was do... just making like like
1: like a coloring joke, like Cyan. Oh yeah, Cyan like the color, it's a little obscure for for like a crayon. But then like I, I just completely glazed past that you like lost 20 the minute sauce. conversation about that, that's about fine. that it happens.
0: But mm. I do follow quite a few YouTubers who Emphasize the coup and Goku, and also call them Saiyans. because that's the that's the strict translation, man. That's that's the real shit. That's the real shit. Funimation, those bunch of Texans just fucking called them Saiyans because they
2: wanted it to sound cooler, man.
0: You don't get it.
2: I mean, there there is a reason why they call they call the character Saiya Man. Not, not yeah, I'm just saying. <clears throat> that's a take. No, I made a I made a I made a pithy little. Little tongue-in-cheek joke about Krillin's original Koolilin. translation name, which is that Kuru- Hard to say. Um, and and then and then I Dillin caught on. Reposted with that side cut on it was good i really liked it i i enjoyed it
0: uh i'm glad we're making each other happy and nobody else listening to this podcast on our uh, on our callback Wait, other people listen to this podcast, I, dude i'm telling shit. you i swear to god we have listeners Just throw this audio up there raw hundreds oh, yeah. of listeners and i am not joking i feel like we've gotten shit
2: don't go to don't go to don't go to audible.com slash <laughs> uh pnd because there's nothing we there. might have to reserve we have to squad on that url for later you never know once Kayla's reading
0: once Kayla's uh, 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 writing work gets off the ground we're, we're going to have an in Just saying. Oh,
2: actually yeah. Oh man, we should do it. Okay.
0: We can't have Kayla I read her I book I have an idea. Uh, we can't we could have a book club no, of Kayla's no, book. No. Kayla no, perform no, no, ASMR. No, we don't have to have Great.
2: her do it. I think I think I think we should I don't do think
0: it. she'd like that at all. <sighs>
2: <laughs> I don't think she no, likes no, no. the idea. I'm not saying. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not saying we do it we have to cut all this out okay i'm not saying we do it as a uh i'm not saying we do it as a goof i'm saying like what if what if we actually recorded the audiobook That'd jesus christ like 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 honestly
0: not even as a joke i don't know how kayla would respond to that but i i can't wait to hear because she'll tell me she'll she'll tell us she'll let us know uh, but um we're uh, all dudes yeah that's also so who's, who's gonna, gonna voice like, the well... rest of
1: the cast of, like more than half of the fucking characters <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well just have to rope know, the rope Sarah in the You're looking nice today. Oh God, don't keep you don't <laughs> have to you don't have to adopt it. The falsetto, you fuck. Anyway, so yeah, what are um <laughs> uh continuing the This is P and B is ostensibly PNB series, a video game? You know, especially podcast. Especially when it's the three of us, we always talk about at least one Metroid game. That's right. Per episode. That's right. But this Dylan, week we got a double feature. I know you've been playing. Oh, that's yeah, right. Well, so we've got you go. little little taste. Little taste. I've been playing um,
0: through. Uh, I've been continuing my exploration of yeah. Metroid Zero Mission for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, mm-hmm. Still an awesome game. Still, um, like there's there's some little hiccups uh, I've kind of noticed, or just like all right, I kind of like, it, it's almost tropey to what the genre is of just like okay, you gotta like shoot everything in the room, and then. You know, at this mm-hmm. one pixel, there'll yeah. be a little pathway you can take, and it'll get, either get you a missile pack, or it'll actually be, you know, plot relevant, and you have to actually get it to progress in the game at all. Uh, so that's been just kind of like, eh, I'm not super huge on that, but it's only happened like twice, and, you know, it's, I will say, Zero Mission, apparently a very short game, um, If especially if you kind of even have a vague idea of what you're doing, you could probably beat the game in like three hours or something. Well, you could be you could yep. get to some of the brain parts in like three hours, and then you have like the, all the yep. bonus stuff from there. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. this game incentivizes like a hundred percent runs or multi runs or like uh, that kind of stuff. But I think I'm just gonna play it, be one and done with it, and I'm not trying to like hundred percent everything. I'm just kind of enjoying my time. It's a little bit of a slow burn, um, but I am at what I feel like is close to like a halfway point with fighting Kraid, um, who's the big mm. giant. Fat monster dude, uh, who I discovered in Smash Brothers. I always thought his stage was the coolest fucking stage because he'd slam the he'd slam on Brinstar, a little floating rock, and make it spin. But uh... which actually, if I'm not mistaken, I I want to say they were gonna try and put Crate to Metroid Prime and borrow from like the Smash yes. Brothers uh, with, uh, but Smash Brothers, but also with like a weird fucking biodome looking thing on his head. I've seen some weird concept art from Metroid Prime games. Yeah,
2: it's 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 a interesting take. If there was a time. It was before the very, very final art style of Metroid Prime was solidified. Um, it was, like, the, the like second-to-last art pass where they think they kind of tightened some stuff up. But it was really weird before that. It was really weird. I would love to see more of that just, like, proto, you know,
0: like, pre-alpha or, like, concept footage and, and art and stuff from Metroid Prime. Because I've seen bits and
2: pieces. Yeah, the, uh, the artist who was doing Metroid Prime's art, the main... Like environment, character, concept designer, he is well known for um, extraordinarily intricately detailed um, art made um, made while on the uh, influence of psychedelics. So, nice. if you take like psychedelic sci-fi stuff um, and apply that to Metroid's, you know, ouvre. Uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, you you can kind of start to piece out how how. How Metroid Prime turned out the way it did, and I love it for that. And we'll get more to, into yes. Metroid Prime later on, but um,
0: just to kind of finish up my little bit on uh, Zero Mission. Um, very pretty short game. I've been recording all my my entire playthrough, and I I kind of want to just highlight some spe- uh, some specific moments because it's just like, I swear to God, it took me fucking ten minutes to find that fucking uh, like magnet grappling hook thingy that you just swing across. Uh, because it's one of those fucking rooms where it's like, okay, you gotta, there's one little pixel in the corner, just shoot that and you're good. Did not see that. Did not see that. Had to actually look up a literal walkthrough, which I haven't had to do in a long time. Um, but, I mean, that's the only time I had to do that so far. So, I'm still enjoying my time with Metroid Zero Mission. I think it's just, uh... Nice. I don't know. Part of me doesn't know whether if I want to play Metroid Prime next, or maybe try Samus Returns, because... I know, Brendan, you were you said I'd be kind of fine if I kind of went either way, um, but... Uh, yeah, but,
2: I could. I mean, I could see it going either
0: but, way. But it's also just like, I don't know if I want to get burnt out on this style of Metroid so soon, because three I think, Metroid... Uh, three 2D traditional-ass Metroid games back-to-back-to-back could be a bit much, although I might say the same thing if I try... Because Met- then I'd have to play Metroid Prime, and if I want to be a fucking stickler for it, which you know I am, I'd have to play Hunters after that. Find a way to play Metroid Prime, Hunters. Oof. Um, which I mean, I did hack my three DS. I'll, I'll, I'll send. So. You, I'll send you some stuff. <laughs> oh yes, I, w- I would. love to play that fucking like 1080p up and fucking butter smooth on a PC. Mm. I can at least get your mouse look. I'll. T- I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I, at first, I was kind of gung-ho about, yeah, I'm going to play the entire Metroid series. Then I started to think about what that kind of entails and breaking it down. It's like, ah, I'll kind of just do what I want. Like, if I end up playing the Metroid series, sure. But if I end up just making a little thing about just Metroid 1, whatever, sure.
2: Say la vie. Um, two things. Uh, I think that just doing what feels right in the moment is definitely the right way to go. Um, like, if you're feeling like, you know what? I really want to play Fusion. Just go play yeah. Fusion. Or you want to play... If you want to go weird and be like you know what i'm gonna play other m go play other m um but but what i was going to say about um what you were saying re- with regards to zero mission uh you got to remember where you know it's a game based off of the original metroid mm-hmm. and as much as they do add spots where they tell you where to go and stuff um it's uh that that uh, some of that obscurity still carries over and i don't think i don't think with maybe some exceptions in some of the keys in metroid prime the original metroid prime and maybe one specific moment that i'm thinking of in super metroid Mm -hmm. i really don't think that you need to worry too much about those hangups those i gotta i gotta shoot every piece of every wall, because maybe I'll be able to get further in the story. You might have to shoot every piece of every wall to find 100% of all the... Yeah. But, uh, I don't think you need to... I don't think you're gonna have that much trouble. Mm. I I mean, watch me... I'm just trying to keep your enthusiasm. Yeah, no, I I understand. Because I think it's a really good idea, and I think you'll have a lot of... I
0: I think so, too. It's just, when I was playing through it, like, in the moment, I'm like, mmm, like... And, and Fusion isn't that much like it because Fusion's obviously a lot more linear. So it's not like I would be have those expectations going into Fusion. But, like, going – because I, I played um, – let's see. When did I last play, for like, fucking Fusion? Like, I haven't played a lot of these games in years and years, which is part of the reason why I okay. wanted to, like, entertain the idea of, like, trying to go through them all and, you know, yeah. not just as a thing. Like, oh, look, what if I just, you know, challenge myself and do this? But it's like I, I haven't played these games in a long time, most of them. Like, the most recent Metroid game was Samus Returns. Um, Mm-hmm. and you know after playing games like Zero Mission and after dabbling in other games like it would be great to go into uh, Samus Returns with like a, a fresh set of eyes so i yeah. don't know if i'm going to like get citra going with that or not or citrix or
2: whatever um, citra yeah yeah citra um we'll citra's good and and it, it plays fine i would suggest you play that with a controller but i'm sure you have that figured right. out um, if you're going to play if you're going to play Samus Returns that way Because you need the full 360 uh, aiming in that game. Ooh.
0: Good to know. Good to know. Um, But that's been me and Zero Mission. Um, I've been playing a few other things here and there. But Brendan, I mean, we were so naturally talking about Metroid already. uh, You've been dabbling with Metroid Prime, have you not?
2: Yeah. I, you know, on a whim, I just went back to it. I think because we've been talking about it a lot, and it's also that August-September time frame where historically Metroids come out, and I always just get, like, really i really want to play metroids around this time of year and i have been for a long time i would replay metroid prime every other year Mm -hmm. basically i would swap between that and like wind waker or like one or two other like just long term always want to replay this game um those types of games and i but for like the last three or four years i keep putting it off playing it any sort of like concerted like maybe i'll play it for a little while here and there or and something I think you're worried about that trilogy coming off,
0: out on the switch is that why i
2: yeah <laughs> i'm just convinced though i'm convinced though now that um that i'm the key and that i need to play <laughs> through metroid prime in order for in order for the trilogy to like metaphysically manifest itself the universe has
0: been waiting on you um, for your bi-yearly uh biannual yeah. your, your biannual playthrough and since
2: it stopped, yeah. that kind of threw everything to shit. I mean, you know, like... Well, here's the thing, is the last time I was playing it was when the rumors were really, like, hitting their fever pitch. The very first rumors were hitting their fever pitch, mm-hmm. and I literally stopped playing it. And I remember where exactly I was in the game. I wasn't even that far. Um, I had been playing it for, like, a couple days, and then all these rumors started coming out, and it was when it was, I was just about to fight... Um, I never say the name out loud. The Flag Grub.
3: The, the I know why. Giant yeah, flower the giant, monster. The giant flower monster, uh,
2: yeah. And uh, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this away because obviously this game's going to come out in the next couple months. I don't need to play this right now. And I haven't played it since And then. it's 2020. And now I'm like, you know what, I just really want to play it. <laughs> it's such an important game to the inspiration of my own game projects. I should really play this game for a whole multitude of reasons. Although I, I just want to. And plus it's like a Fourteen hour, fifteen hour game, and after the other game that I just recently played, and most of this year I've been only playing long ass, like like uh, JRPGs or or really hardcore dungeon crawlers that are like you know fifty plus hours, and I'm like I just want a really digestible short game digestible game. yeah something I can play in like a week. Over you know one or two hours every day, and then put it away and feel satisfied, and move on to the next thing, which probably will just be another Metroid game. I mean, look, but, I, you um, got, I
0: might, I might coerce you into playing some more of uh, of Echoes. I don't know. I, I might try and
2: honestly, I, I, I was thinking about that today. It's funny that you mentioned that. I was thinking about that today, and I was like, if the, if this happens, if this works, and my, um, my cosmic spell of intention to manifest Metroid by beating Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. Metroid Prime Trilogy by beating Metroid Prime, uh, the first game I'm gonna play I think will be Echoes because I think I need to give that game a, a another chance because mm-hmm. um, it's
0: it's damn, man, I it's know. I mean people gave it shit I feel like for almost being too samey to Metroid Prime but I feel like it it did so much different in ways that I think not didn't go well with over well with
2: everybody so I think the thing that I just really I just really had a hard time with some of the art direction when it came to the dark world and some of the tedium of switching between the two like conceptually i love the idea but um i just i think i didn't like the way that the dark world looked compared to the other stuff and i just kind of wanted to see yeah i really liked the way that that stuff looked in comparison Mm -hmm. um and that's a really big thing for me. Like, if I'm not digging some game's visual design, I won't play it, even if it's a great game. I just can't get into it. Um, yeah, I get it. But I don't have to worry about that with Metroid Prime, because holy shit, I haven't even done any, uh, like, graphical mods to it. I have only installed the the aim look mod, which I'll talk about in a second. But I haven't done anything to it, and I still think, like, it shows its age, sure. But I still think the art direction in that game is so good. It's really at... good. It's
0: very distinct. I feel like each area almost had its own fucking, like, color palette and, like, a- aesthetic to it. Like, every single region. Like, all right, fucking Fendrena Drifts have, like, all your, your light purples, your light blues, and your whites covered. And, like, some really fucking cool skyboxes. Even when you go into the fucking labs in uh, in uh, Fendrana Drifts. Like, that shit is so cool. I mean, you start fighting the space pirates. Like, the music in that game yeah. really starts popping off. Like a lot of a lot of Metroid it's Prime's so music can be attributed to like just homages to like Super and like Metroid One. Um yeah. uh, but there's still a lot in that game that's like you know, in its own identity. Like uh I, w- I was gonna say Talent Overworld, but that's literally I think uh I literally think that is a cover of like one of the original Metroid songs. But uh
2: it's it's the it's the like the Samus fanfare theme. Kind but of like slow down. Um, it's a uh, slow down. What is it?
0: Trailer core. It's a trailer core version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, trailer core. It,
2: it, yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like the, the triumphant, like heroic, like opening to some cinematic. Right. And then magmore
0: caverns are literally just, it's just Norfair. It's just Norfair. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, and that's fine, but Fendron and Drifts is pretty much, ah, it's it's, so good. Is its own thing. And, and the other talent overworld theme is its own thing. I think. Maybe, maybe not, but uh Choza Ruins also or Koza, or however people say it um, oh, Koza. also its own thing, and i think that that song might be my favorite song, like I think just in terms of the mood that Choza ruins sets it's it's so good like it's it's uh, it it strikes that balance between creepiness and the urge to just keep exploring that. I think just completely like that defines prime. If there's one thing is I remember people talking about it when it first came out. Cause I hadn't played a Metroid game before. Um, the, I mean my first game, my first Metroid game was fusion. And then I played prime and I remember people being like, Oh yeah, man, Metroid prime. It's kind of spooky. It's kind of scary. And then I was like, all right, well I'm not super into scary games. And then I played it and it's not scary at all, but it's, it's so ominous atmospheric in, in a weird way. Yeah. And, um, The fact that you walk so slowly in that game, I know so many people hated that you walk slowly and you have tank controls and stuff, but I have heard it argued quite compellingly by many people for other games, not just for Metroid Prime, that um, actually slowing down a player's uh, movement speed is one of the best ways to create a sense of immersion in in a space, and there's like psychological tests as to why people react differently when you slow down the movement Mm -hmm. speed. And I think it works. And so that was actually something that I was really, it was like totally front of mind when I started playing the game with this mouse look. It's because I was like, well, now I can play this like it's doom or half-life or something. Is it going to work? Cause Metroid, despite being in first person, it's not a first person shooter. Mm. Like you shoot things from first person, but all of those skills, all that, you know, those habits, they don't apply to what you do in Metroid. It's really like, it's a first person, first person adventure game where you shoot some things to get, like, to make them, like, get out of your way. Um, so I was worried that it would make it feel different, and it doesn't. I think it actually, it works just fine. But um, there is a part of me that just, that does feel like something, it makes it easier to play, and it lets me do, you know, it lets you look at things a little bit more easily. Like, you can mm-hmm. really, like, zoom in and focus on, on details or whatever just by being able to move the mouse with granular movements. But there is, it does, there is a little bit of something. I don't want to say it's lost, but it just, it feels different mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're not super, when you're not walking slowly and being very deliberate about when you're moving your camera and how you're looking at things. So anyway, um, yeah, Metroid Prime is like, it's still, if Breath of the Wild didn't exist, it would still be my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I'm pretty um, much in the same boat. And... Yeah. I, even, oh, I, I literally have I
0: it fucking on hand. Like, I literally... I uh, have a GameCube on my desk just as a little prop, and then I I Dude. didn't even know it, but I opened it up, and here it is.
2: <laughs> really? Here's Metroid fucking well, Prime. Well, you were playing it. I recall, like, in the last couple of years, was, I, I, I recall was us talking about it. You were playing it, wasn't
0: it? I tried... Yeah. I think that was when I got my multi-screen set up, and I was really into the idea of just having everything plugged into these two things. And it's just like, uh-huh. yeah, I'm gonna have Metroid Prime on here, and then like I have a dual monitor set up, and then I'm gonna have like a laptop right here that'll like I can you know, stream it to there. And it's like, turns out I don't really want a media center. I just want a fucking place to sit down and just like record a podcast or do whatever, edit a video. Sure. Well, like it's, uh, nice. it, it's so I kind of put the. Uh, GameCube dream away, as it were. I just kind of have I. Uh-huh. It's more as a, more of like a prop right now. I mean, it still works fine, and I have all the stuff for it. But I mean, you know, yeah. Well, hey, it seems like a lot a of GameCube, GameCube games Mini these days. Out. I feel like
2: I can get a better experience out of Dolphin anyway. Just like you. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. 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 So uh, I don't. The only thing I think I miss about the the GameCube, other than the fact what it looked like, is I I'm one of those people who really like the controller. And I don't have like a USB GameCube controller that I can plug into um, my PC or Shit, something. Shit, I so, guess they could
0: do that for for my Dolphin stuff. Huh, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I, I've seen people do that, and I I know a lot of people will get like Bluetooth receivers uh, and somehow hook up a WaveBird. Goddamn, I've seen. I mean, they might they might just be Bluetooth WaveBird like knockoffs. Yeah, that maybe. might be what it is, but. Um, Wavebirds were the shit back in the day, man. I feel like best that was. I love. Yeah, those they, games, they're
0: man. so bulky and weird, but like they fit. That dude, whoever was the, the like the, I I mean like maybe an artistic or model designer for it. Like all like four of them fit in a GameCube so perfectly. Like they're just so snug. Like it's perfect. Like function and design
2: for a for a wireless standard controller dirty. when it
0: wasn't really standard back then.
2: It uh, yeah that it, it is. I think that is the thing that I, maybe that's what I really miss about playing Metroid Prime on on a on PC. It's not so much that the look, like it's the look, it's the feel. Kind of miss the, the controller. The, the ch- yeah, the the clicking. The s- yes, triggers yes. the. Trust
0: me, I talked about melee ASMR a few weeks ago. That's what it is. It's just it's it's all the with the the stick that <clears throat> flicking the stick back to the center has its own distinct sound that's uh-huh. on no other fucking controller, and it also you know like is synonymous with fucking like melee and and like just because it's so fast and you just hear the clicking clatterings all the time. But even on games yeah. like Wind Waker or Metroid Prime, it's just like, yeah, like that controller was kind of part of what made it special. Even though, even yeah. though I did like playing Wind Waker HD on the tablet, I will say uh, back then, back sure. in the halcyon yeah. days of dual screen experiences, uh, literally just playing games on the Wii U tablet was very fun for me. I, I enjoyed that a great deal.
2: That's how I first played Breath of the Wild, actually. My first playthrough was that way.
0: Goddamn.
2: Yep, yep. I put, like, you know, 60 hours into it, and then the I I told this a million times. The next, the day I beat it, the Switch, and my copy of Breath of the Wild showed up, and I started it. And tried it right
0: right over from there, and the rest is history.
2: Yeah, wow, this game looks so much better.
0: Um, Man, I would love... You know what? And I, I don't see this theory or this idea floating around, but, like, I would love the idea of, like, Breath of the Wild... Like you make your own, um, not trials, but make your own. uh, Oh, what are the little temples? The tiny little temples called in every. Oh, shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: just like like a like a Zelda maker, but for I would love a
0: Zelda shrine maker where you're limited in scope, but like, Hmm. uh, and you have some like I would imagine you would have some strict limitations of what you could do, but like finding your way around them, like I don't know, I would love to try and like pitch an idea for a shrine because it's so it's so small in scope. That like you could really get kind of kind of crazy with it if you wanted to go that direction. Like you could make this Breath of the Wild Gary's mod, is what I, it, it you know. Like. I mean, that's it, not dissimilar. But
2: something like that.
0: something where yeah, like it, you interact with the world's physics in some way. Um, it's and it's not just a fucking combat shrine.
2: <laughs> Honestly, that would work better than like a Zelda Maker because if you're only dealing with like a, a like a physics based puzzle. Rather than creating an entire dungeon, like, if you're making just one mini, like, maybe one or two-room shrine, it would work so much better than making dungeons, because the 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 logic that you would have to program into a dungeon doesn't make as much sense. But if it's all physics-based, like in Breath of the Wild, there's a lot more that you can do. I think
0: so, too. I think this is a good idea. I think I'm going to contact uh, the wizards over the Nintendo, and then I'll let them know, you know... I know everything's on fire but you're still making a shit ton of money but uh I'm just saying there's a market Hi is this Michael Grimm? <laughs> Hi can, can Hi, you can you make a podcast. shrine make
1: shrine simulator for for Zelda hey, for the Zelda sequel? You gotta get my in somewhere. You can?
2: Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you. Grimm Grimm was on a podcast. Exactly. Today, he was on the, the Nintendo
0: Power podcast so. today so I'm um, it's it's is a uh, Cathartic okay. return to the podcasting realm? Uh, it's it's my... Sh- I gotta shoot my shot. Gotta get that Zelda maker out there. <laughs> I'm And t- I'm telling go? you. That Zelda maker sounds a hell of a lot more engaging than whatever the fuck was on Link's Awakening.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah th- that was so that, that That was not even a maker. You just rearranged the order of rooms in a dungeon. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is that if you're going to do a top-down Zelda dungeon... I mean, we've, I, we've we've talked about this before. All of us have talked about this before. It You can't really do much more than that without... Like, fundamentally giving people, like, basically programming language I was going to
0: say basically RPG Maker and just package it in a little Zelda Exactly. Yeah.
2: You -hmm. you have to... I mean, it wouldn't be as obviously as as fragmented and complex of a UI Mm -hmm. Um, as someone who's making a game with a very modified RPG Maker engine. (laughs) It's not the most elegant thing. Um, There are times where I'm like, why am I not just making a Unity game? And then (laughs) I look into how to do the things that I've already done. Uh, My game is basically fully playable like except for combat right now and uh there's no like the art is not there either but i did that in like a few months whereas like i was looking at what i would have to do in unity and i was like i i have to learn a programming language <laughs> and i don't want to do that right so entire an entire
0: language you have to put under your belt before you
2: can like even tackle yeah. it yeah that's, that's and intense. honestly the things that you can do to break rpg maker are exactly the things that i would want to do whereas like other people want to make it like I want to turn this into a first-person shooter engine. It was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> but you can, like, you can like, make it look completely different. And right. that's what I want to do is I just want to... Anyway, um, Metroid Prime Woo. still entirely relevant uh, in 2020. Rob, I've been hearing you've been playing a game that may or may not be relevant in 2020.
1: Um, a game I was playing that was very re- that's very relevant in 2020 is uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I know I Ooh, mentioned no. last pod about the new event, and uh, turns out that I didn't realize the amount of bugs and hacks there are in this one mode. So, yeah, huh. you can turn into a drone, and then if you find a nice like surface where you can stand up on, um, you can do that. So you can technically hide behind some walls and some ceilings for easy kills. And turns out... That's not fun at all, and also the the mode like just just breaks my brain completely because I'm so used to like the mode of like Rainbow Six Siege where like all right hold this corner but like you have the ability to swap to like tele you can you can teleport in this game as a defender to different cams and go to different areas and it just like I'm so set in my head like, it's it just like all right oh oh they're downstairs they're, by 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 that, by that objective I gotta go run downstairs like just use your camera. <laughs> then you can teleport there and it's like I can't do that. So like I thought I think of that like halfway in it's like like no let me just pull up my my, my phone here and like boom just like fucking, fucking
0: some some other dude just comes up right behind me and kills me. That reminds so, me of I'm bad killed, at it getting killed it's... by all the fucking RC cars and black ops. Like you would you'd have to put the POV of just like the little car or like a like a drone and just pretty keep, much you'd have you no know, what you would do what you would have is you'd have a guy waiting for you to get off of the fucking off your phone and then they just stab you or something. <laughs> I should have it all. The yeah, time. Th- th-
1: those are those are real fun. Yeah. Those are my neighborhood.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
0: But to say I'm glad, you know, it took uh Rainbow 6 Siege to really get you uh, in the anti-drone camp, Robert. You know, it's really <laughs> it it was it pushed you over the edge. I get it, you know. See, drones guys drones suck. Yep. Yep, they do. Well, speaking not, of not because they take on. the humanity out of out of out of warfare, but it's just because you know <laughs> you can cheat in Rainbow Six. That's
2: why that sucks a lot. Then they add like they added the oh man, I almost said Scott Fisher. That shows how much I care about that franchise. Then they add Sam Fisher, Scott, Scott Fisher. To siege
1: <laughs> they, that,
0: that's in the next
1: updates. <laughs> and oh, God damn it,
0: you good? Sorry,
2: I ju- yeah no, I am just <laughs> Scott Fisher's my local fish. Offic- uh, my local governor. <laughs> I, it, I, I probably knew someone named Scott Fisher or something <laughs> at some point in my life. I don't know why. I saw, I, it's an honest question. Scott
1: Fisher. You wanted to see Scott the Waz and also Sam Fisher at the same time, so you got the Scott Fisher. Maybe.
2: That could be. He might be onto uh. something. That could be. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, going he's going to the character is Zero. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he looks all right. I mean, he, he definitely looks like a character that's like, uh, oh, this is going to completely break the meta. Like, he's going to be picked every match. Um, as an attacker, and I, I kind of welcome for it, welcome it because the attackers counter. need need more utility. Like the, the current meta is, the defenders have so many cameras and ways to figure out where um, attackers are, and adding more to the cast is uh, Sam Fisher's um, ability, where you can shoot through soft walls and, and, and reinforced walls, and you can fire this one little taser, and only is like one shot. So, it, it, like, it, it adds so many like different layers to your 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 play because, like, previously, like, where if, if you want to try to, I long story short, like, it, it, it changes up the game in, in a dramatic way that um, that will last and not just be mm-hmm. be, be a novelty where it's like, oh, that that seems kind of useful, and then you actually play it and then see in in, in reality, it's like oh, no, We're, no one's picking this one. Like, we soon find out. So it's right. like, mm, do people use this ability that much? No. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just a matter of usefulness, and and, and also just the the newest balance pans coming out is it's like, eh. There's going to be some changes here and there, but the, the like, Sam Fish Fisher coming to the game is it's like, it's a welcome change, but I kind of don't care right now because I tried caring um, because I had a... Um, I put on a three-day in-game booster um, so you can get more of the in-game currency after playing the game because I'm thinking, like, all right, Sunday, Monday, and and, and Tuesday, I'm going to be playing, playing this game because I like Happy this days. game. And then, lo and behold, I put in, like, ten fucking hours in Plans for Zombies 2. There it is. And I was waiting for that pivot. There you go. I there it is. I, 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 I I lost my mind because, like, I had, I had in my head, like, all right, new phone. I have the ability to play Apple Arcade games, and I thought like, ooh, five bucks a month after the, like in, in the second month, like, ugh, I've got a bunch of games to play already. Why don't I give those a try? Why not dust before off I dub- the old cap classic? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, not not quite. I was thinking it's like, well, I've got a backlog already. and It's just like play play more of those on your computer, and then then hop into Apple Arcade just just yet. You know, just. You know, like, wet your appetite, and then once you feel like you've played enough of the games, and you want to hop into Apple Curry, do that. But then I had the thought, it's like, wait a second. I bought some games on this platform. Long ago. And I downloaded some games. Long ago, yes. And I soon re- soon come to realize, it's like, oh, wow, there's a lot of games like I just didn't finish. And lo and behold, it's like, all right, let's see how Plants for Zombies...
0: Say, how do you plays in a, a modern mobile? day,
1: <laughs> and I gotta say, like if you put aside all the fucking gross and terrible, like free to play <laughs> BS, it's still a yes. standard and good Plants for a Zombie game. I enjoy it. It's just like it's it's free to play, and I'm I I haven't figured out how to like get rid of the ads or like there's, <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's just any way to. Um, I was gonna
2: like, say I don't pay, know if there is like pay five
1: dollars to like get rid of all, all the ads because it, it's just you, like you, if you play for more than like a half hour or so or an hour you, like every time you join you, you uh, boot up a level sometimes a loading screen for a crappy like
0: bottom of a barrel like gross ass. I was gonna say uh, like p- like pick Elsa's feet or whatever the fuck uh, other ads. Ad no, pick
2: God, Elsa's, no, yes. No. That's a yeah, no, that is a gross-ass zombie. Game. No, right. dig into Anna's <laughs>
1: mouth. Yeah, that, that, that's what it is. Yes, oh, gotta gotta God, get
2: all the oh bandages my... out of fucking
0: out of Olaf's tongue. <laughs> Ugh.
1: No, but just just like, it's real. Like, all right, like some 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 type of like, oh, this will be a this this would have been like a fun flash game in two thousand nine mm. in high school. Uh-huh. But it's it's on your phone. And, There's course, a lot of that. There's a lot of that. it's a lot of that the, 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 the like boring ass like horse shit. Uh, no, it, it just I, pops up
0: uh, while while you were going off about uh, Plants for Zombies 2. I was digging through my like app history because you can just go through like your history of every exactly, app you downloaded. Yeah. Like you like you were talking about first app ever on my phone. Tap tap revenge. You could tell I was really into <laughs> Guitar Hero because I was playing. You couldn't even import songs on that or anything. It was just a like original oh. like fucking oh like pop edm but not, i wouldn't call it edm because this is 2008 um so maybe it was pro i don't i'm not genre savvy on that genre but i it felt like kind of light electronica and that was kind of it and everything else like in the first few years of the app store is like here's a texas hold'em app here's a fucking solitaire <laughs> app here's here's a fucking doodle like i like got an app doodler here's sudoku Hangman, <laughs> just really basic shit. Like games back then were fucking like they were nothing, dude. Like they, they were very, yeah, it, very, they were very like they couldn't even put Pac-Man on here properly. <laughs> was, and you, you oh. can
1: tell like w- like which of them are like you can re-download them and um, see if they still function. Oh yeah, uh, I can't. even, I can't even download Teth <laughs> Yeah,
0: like uh, a lot of these games are so that that is the. Um, that is the obsolescence of just mobile gaming in, in a way where, like, he, it costs yeah. a lot of money to upkeep these games from like, iOS iteration to iOS iteration and to work on new That's, phones uh, and new devices. Mass Effect's, effects um,
1: <laughs> database. Like oh, or, I miss it. Or, 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 like, I miss it.
0: I miss that That, so that, that
1: whole thing, it, it's just like, yeah, it's all gone. Like, you, you can't re-download it at all. There, there's no support for it. It's
0: just like, that would have been nice. But and like so, Sometimes they'll update okay. the game for the device, but it doesn't actually function past, like, a certain point. Like, I found out uh, somebody told me uh, that the iOS version of Ghost Trick, while it might load properly, uh, at first, uh, once you get, like, a level or two in, it'll just hard crash. You can't get any further. Like
2: That's how Dragon Quest Three was on pretty much most <laughs> Android devices. I think now it, uh, that's how it is. You can't play God. it.
0: It's a bummer, but I, I totally get it. Like, you know, uh, it costs way too much money to upkeep these things. And, you know, when you're a company like Square Enix, it probably just vomits all kinds of games on there. And has a lot of other stuff. Uh, in Fire and forget, yeah. About. So, yeah. I Weird. Know.
2: Do you mean to tell me that, that small, moderate, yearly iterations on hardware could ultimately make the things that we enjoy to do obsolete?
3: Uh, you know, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Are you telling me that 50% of the games that existed this generation, most of which were games of services, are about to just disappear and won't be playable? I mean, you know. Uh... Oh,
0: shoot. I, I, if I want to play Battleborn, I'll just go over and play Battleborn. You know, it's fine, <laughs> man. Like, yeah. now, it is going to be wild when in 10 years. You're just not going to see games like Overwatch exist anymore. You guys remember Gigantic? Oh, wow. That took up so much fucking PAX real estate.
2: That's it's it's way a, too much PAX real estate. It's a neat looking game. I'll tell you what. It's, it's, I, I played it for a bit.
1: Oh, I, 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 I was so into it. And then I saw the news and it's like, yeah, we're yeah. done. It's like... Well, damn that it. was fun. Damn it! I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah I, I, yeah, I got in late uh, on that one.
2: That's don't worry. They'll get they'll get uh, Xbox. They'll get Xbox uh, One emulation up and running in no time, <laughs> and uh, it'll it'll people, be back. people people will have
0: dedicated back. servers for it. They'll bring it back in big time. Don't you
2: uh-huh. worry? Don't yeah. you worry? I mean, look at look at how Fantasy Star Online is
0: survive i mean you, you <laughs> not well <laughs> you joke but i mean somebody did literally make a version of melee that is that is optimized for computers I and mean, runs I'm, on netplay i still
2: play i mean i still play fantasy star online for a reason <laughs> like, stuff
0: doesn't it's exist. still there there's support for it i think as long as people i think there's at least a core of a group of people who cares like they'll there'll be yeah, some okay. way to, to access or like play these games even these online games i feel like down the road like it, it might take a long time and you're going to need people who give a shit. So, obviously, I feel like a game like Overwatch, like, somebody's going to fucking find a way to have, like, 1.0 Overwatch for, like, a nostalgia... Because like, they they had those like, bootleg WoW servers for so fucking long. There's, like, nostalgia or whatever the fuck. Nostalgium. Uh, before Blizzard realized they could actually make money off of that. Um, you know, just, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, making Dude, bootleg-ass servers, man. Like, to try and preserve... I played story. on...
2: I played WoW on private servers before I ever played WoW. Like, when it was first out there and people were, like, compiling together, like, shitty private servers, I played it on It's there. funny, that's like, I, uh, I talk
0: uh, so much about Hearthstone, but I have never once, ever played World of Warcraft, ever. Not, I haven't stepped foot it's Okay. It. like, ever.
2: If you ever want to, I'll play it with you, but it's fine.
0: I mean, I'll do it. I gotta get my Lady Liadrin portrait, I gotta get my Paladin portrait, I gotta get my Hearthstone portrait. Oh, up.
2: yeah, yeah, that's... Up. That is an incentive. I, I, I did that, too. I did that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh yeah actually if you do that you should just tell me
0: but I'm it's funny we are talking about Hearthstone because I don't have much to update you in the world of Hearthstone uh, news let's say um, because it's been a little quiet but in a good way because the last couple of Hearthstone expansions have been you know there's like huge outliers of classes that are way too strong way too quickly like mm-hmm. Demon Hunter and Shaman Um, but this version of Hearthstone's meta is pretty safe and pretty like I, it feels like every class except for shaman has a pretty viable archetype and shaman is not even that really? bad it's just you know it's not it's just not doing as good as stuff as the other class but every every other class is bringing cool stuff to the table it does not feel boring it's been out for two weeks and they, they they've they even said like yeah we're we're pleased with where things are we, there's a couple like small balance patches that stuff they're doing but it's uh they're pretty happy with with how things went and i am too i there's there's was really cool stuff. You need to check that There's out. There's was really cool stuff that we even talked about on a uh, on our yeah. little Hearthstone show. Of just like, oh, that guy that like organizes your deck from highest to lowest, actually really fucking good. Like that, that's a it's not a hard thing to play around. Robert, what the fuck are you playing on your phone?
1: <laughs> so this is one of one of the many advertisements you you will see uh, when playing Plants for Zombies 2. Um, you see,
0: get him out of the well. Come on, Robert! Robert. Don't let him drown. He has a wife He's and drowning. kids.
1: No, he doesn't. He, he, he's fucking ones and zeros. He's, he's a bunch of code. God damn it.
2: <laughs> what the cards? It's
1: not what I wanted. I want to exit out.
2: Want... Press it's... the X button. There's an X button. Where, the
1: where's the X button? You're real close to it. So the top left
2: okay. corner. Yep. Your Get screen. The um, top. Um, there we go. No, just go up, 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 up. Tap there. Right there. Do it. Tap it. No. no um, up higher. Mm, up yes, higher. There you go. Higher. All right, yes. There we go. Now tap. go a little you lower. A yep. little lower. So down. A little down. Down. Yep. Tap right there, and then tap. No, Shit. a little Okay, lower. okay. Nope.
0: Right there.
1: There you go. Tap. I'm looking for the uh, you know like exit button. There, that's I, the I'm, button. I'm looking. I'm seeing the get button here. Damn it!
0: <laughs> I didn't think you could see your screen. What? <laughs> uh, this would be so much <laughs> funnier if you didn't know you're actually just installing malware on your phone.
1: <laughs> Home Yes, great. I want I, to download this fucking game instead of playing the get actual game I wanted to play. So let me the, let me just tell you like. Yeah. Can you take a
2: guess how many currencies there are in this game? I'm gonna guess four. Okay, oh, I was gonna say five. I was like, I'm gonna be. I, I feel like four or five is it's it's enough to be audacious, but not enough to be like silly. Yeah, I still mean, I still, th- I still think
0: I still think four currencies yeah. might be a little silly for uh, what is ostensibly just a fucking like strategy game. Yeah, and, yeah okay. and and
1: you can you can level up your, your 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 different plants too. There's like 200 different plants too, and like half of them are I think like premium,
3: Can't which wait and to they're work also like money. five
1: dollars. Like it, it is monetized to hell. But Jeez. again, if you can get past all that, it's still a pretty good Plants for Zombies but then, game. Like
0: why wouldn't I just play Plants for Zombies one though, since it's a, like a, a more I guess pure experience? Uh different worlds.
1: There, there's different worlds involved, uh, some new plants. Um, on top of that, you can do some different things with um, with, with, with the the areas. So um, you see this standard lawn, you see to put your um, plants on and zombies come in through these lanes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if um, some of these lanes have arrows that push the zombies toward a certain lane? So it has an arrow going up. It'll go go um, push the zombies who are walking in that lane up one row, and various areas do different things. And then there's also mine carts. Mine carts where you can put a put a plane in that mine cart and you can drag it around to different parts of the track. It, it could be like all five all five of the rows or just two rows and bump it up and down. Like th- there is some ingenuity in, in, involved with it, and then. And then I haven't played all the worlds just yet because like it's 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 still a fairly meaty single player experience. It, like again, there's there's leveling mechanics ab- about it. So there, there's daily challenges. There's weekly challenges to do. Um, it doesn't really do a good job of like showing you how a plant works. Especially if it's a premium one, you just have, like, I wouldn't expect, fuck it, just I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't
2: expect you to get a whole botany lesson. I'm just saying, if it's not
3: having my want, fucking I high school it.
0: biology textbook in there, then, like, what are they even doing? They have a guy with a fucking frying pan on his head go, blur, 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 blur. I mean, why can't he talk to me about economics? Ecologics? No, that's not... Economics. Sure, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll go
1: with that. So, um, I've, I, I've had a terrible time with it. What I mean by terrible is, is that um, I spent most of my day yesterday um okay. playing it and yep. it, not just playing it at home not just playing it in the morning or on the bus but also like finding some time as like i'm gonna play at my little play at my cubicle like i'm gonna spend a little bit more, a little more longer in the, in, the, in the bathroom here just to you know play a couple more levels and
0: and, and all that love like a I little, never do that. An easy turn based fucking like turn your brain off kind of game like Plants vs. Zombies to have on like a third monitor at work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are just gonna be telling you the stories and it's like, okay. Solitaire. Yeah. Sol- Seriously. God solitaire. I, God, I really want do, do I really just want to be that much of a uh, office parody though? Like
2: I literally <laughs> played more was Solitaire. I put in in co- my freshman year of college, I played Solitaire. The first Plants vs. Zombies. MineSweeper and then I think the only like actual single player big game oh and Left 4 Dead 2 and then I played some Portal 2. That those are the games I played my freshman year of college. So man I've, is, been, uh, I've been I've it... been
0: digging through more of my old apps that I had and I got a poor one out for Persona Weather which was definitely stealing uh Persona 4 assets to, in a weather tracking app that would have different weather effects and different characters based on what the weather was. Uh really cool. Uh, definitely illegal as shit. That's why I got taken down. <laughs> but, uh...
2: Did you ever have the Persona 5 texting app?
0: No, because I have an iPhone. And that was only... I feel like that was oh. only on Androids, Android devices.
3: Yeah. But that that's well,
0: great aesthetics. Great aesthetics for, like, a, a messenger system, for sure. It was a little bit laggy,
2: but it was awesome. Right. It was fun.
0: Whenever Persona 5 comes to PC, I'll probably give it a shot. An honest college try. But, uh... I'm actually still playing Persona 4. Actually. That, that did remind oh. me. Um, I've been doing a little replay of it. Um, just with like the XP and money cranked up to eleven, because like, I why not You break the you game? Know? You just want to blast through the story I just want to and kind of enjoy just, the story. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, it's, I haven't played the game in like six or seven years, um, and I'm kind of just having a fun time, like merging personas and making new stuff and trying different you know options or romances or, or choices than I did before. So it's it, it's a fun game. I I don't know like I I feel like Persona Four has such a weird lens on it these days because like because it's a touchstone for a lot of people it gets like that extra level of scrutiny which I understand um, you know I'm not I'm not discounting anyone's critique of Persona Four but like you know I'm playing through it I'm like yeah I mean obviously a, a lot it's a it's a long ass RPG so a lot of the problematic stuff is gonna be spread out throughout the whole game mm-hmm. but like you know I'm like ten hours in I'm like well I mean it's it's going pretty smooth so far I mean I know at some point. I know at some point uh, we're going to get to like Risei's story and that's going to be a little or not. Yeah, there's like Risei Teddy stuff that's weird. And, uh, and yeah, the fat girl and like, <laughs> is kind of just yeah, there's a, a couple times the whole time in particular. But yeah. and and you know what? There is probably something that could be said about like how they handle Kanji's story and like definitely yep, not sitting yeah. well. I get it. I get it. Yep. Like, you know, that it it. it if, if you have a problem with it, I am not discounting your opinion on having a problem of it. Um, but also it's just like, it's, it's weird because I really like Kanji as a character, even if they kind of did his personal journey kind of dirty. I still think he's a pretty yeah. interesting and compelling character. Ir- uh, not, well, regardless of that, let's say. Yeah. Like it, it's weird. Cause like I, he realizes, I think this is a spoilers episode of four, but like, he's not gay. <laughs> he's just a straight man who likes girly things sometimes. Uh, like, which is a weird a, he, take. That's I mean, a, like, weird, it's like, a, it's a weird it's, take when, when, literally, his other side, like him as a purse, like his shadow, his uh, his true self or whatever, is like, yeah, I'm a gay man, and then he's just well, like, it's, yeah. well, no, I'm actually not, but maybe I actually am. I don't know. Kind of just throw it up in the air, and then you throw Naruto it's, in uh, there, and it gets
2: even more murky.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, I just think, and his his story in particular, it's such a. Oh, um, it's a culturally it's a it was a cultural lens through which a feminine uh, like a, like embracing your femininity would have been explored. Right. Uh, I'm not sure a, an American um, storyteller would not have maybe used that exact thing, which I'm not I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm just saying that like like they're they're. The Japanese cultural, cultural norms, norms at the like time that. would have would have definitely pointed to that being the – oh, you're being effeminate, and this is that question. And I'm not saying – I mean, actually, so would the West, but um, it might have been handled. It's also
0: way. spun in a way where that ties, again, into Naruto's story of like – you know, it's exactly. – it, like, Naruto's story is less of like some bastardization of, of like a trans – experience and more like uh, a reflection on gender norms and gender roles and like Nauta mm-hmm. really as a character uh isn't overtly you know one way or the other or sexual at all. She's she's pretty uh like tame on all that stuff at the end of the day. Um so I don't know like kind of getting a this she's this this Western twenty twenty lens on Persona Four has been kind of interesting because like a lot of people can just write it off for some of the, the stuff it fumbles and I think that's totally fair if that's the route it's... you want to go but it's i still definitely think it's trying worth
1: to exploring. trying to do the, the, the have a key, have its joke and and uh, play it straight too kind of situation. i don't, don't
0: want to just uh, sweep all the criticism under, under the rug by being like oh this game was written in like 2006 but i mean like the, the time it was written i think a lot of things have changed since then and, and, oh, in yeah. in and in much better ways obviously
2: 14 years and i yeah. also think it's worth pointing out too that like those a gender critique from from a Western perspective, is going to look different from a Japanese perspective because in the cultural gender norms are different in both places. And I think if Persona Four maybe had leaned in, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I think if it had really leaned into the fact that this is, we're coming at this from a from a Japanese cultural perspective. I'm not saying it would have uh, made that stuff okay. I think it would have added a little bit more context to conversations and critiques about yeah. it in a way that isn't just like, well, you know, Japan and you know what I mean? It's like, no, this is a game about being a Japanese person and, and reckoning with these things at the, at that time in Japan, not saying they came to any sort of, uh, good, like it was done well or anything. It's just the, that context is really needs, like is really important to that whole series. Right. And it sometimes I think gets lost other than the fact that they still say san, at the end of someone's name, um, it's like no; these games are really about living and being in Japan, so mm-hmm. uh, and it's different there. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. And I, I, it's it's been interesting, just kind of uh, I don't know, playing through that game in in, in, a, in a bit of a more of a leisurely pace, you know, um, and just kind of taking it slow and enjoying my time with it. That, I mean, maybe that's just the nature of how I live these days, but I I love me a slow burn. I really do. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll uh, I'll keep at it. I think I'm about to get to Kanji's Dungeon, actually, uh, specifically. Oh, wow, that's, you're, you're okay. pretty early. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, like, ten, say like ten, ten hours. hours in. Yeah. yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so, I, and I'll be honest, like, it, it's, it's not a very difficult game or anything once I can uh, get down to it. Um, e- even though I, I've, you know, accelerated the XP and some of the money stuff, like... I was never really strapped for cash, Persona Four. The only thing that was really tough percent Persona Four were just like some bosses that had some patterns that you had to try and recognize um, a bit more strategically because early on you don't have a lot of elemental um, advantages on your side. You have wind, fire, uh, sorry, wind, fire, electricity, and uh, ice. Yeah, ice. Ga with ice. So if you're outside of those elemental windows, you know it's pretty tough for you. But I don't know. I, I think I'll, I think I'll give it a shot. Uh, I'll, I'll keep keep going, seeing how it goes from there. Because like, I know it sounds like Kanji's dungeons early, but like, I don't know because the. the
2: in, I was gonna say you're past the ten hour mark. That's a you're in. You're terms in
0: terms of of dungeons, I mean, there's not even that many left. There's like four after this. You know, like yeah. you got Risei, you got Nato, you got Teddy, you got uh, well, okay, five. Because then you got um, uh Nanako, and then you have like Adachi mm-hmm. slash the end game.
1: Did did you mention the, the the one weirdo one with the video game dun- dungeon? Oh ah, shit! Copy- I'm
0: Mitsuo. Wow, yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, maybe. You know, okay. They're they're probably. We'll say I'm almost done with the first act. How about that?
2: <laughs> you're like a th- yeah. As I was gonna say, you're like you're like in the the first third of the third chunk of dungeons or so.
0: And I'm definitely taking out. If I had to guess, because I, I, I early on obviously that Persona Four squad of like, you know, your character Yosuke. Chie and, and Yukiko really feel like the core four feels like the yeah. the, the true ass mystery machine, the fucking mystery ink <clears throat> squad. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, I don't know, I, I, I never played with Kanji or, well, I mean, Risei was more of like your HUD anyway, but I never played that much with Kanji or Naruto, but I might try and sub them into my party when I get to that point.
2: Because that, because yeah, switch cool it up. Characters. That's a good yeah. idea.
1: Yukiko and and, and Shie, the, those were like standbys for me. But and that that fourth four, four slot is, is very much like like um I don't know yet because I mean, like I,
0: see I don't know I don't know either because like I'm still thinking. It's like, usually well, who's, Teddy. Who's gonna be my like white mage? And usually it would either be Teddy. Or, mm. I mean Yukiko Yukiko is my go-to, obviously. Um, she just gets the healing spells the earliest. But I mean, then again, I could just have a persona that and I could be the fucking healer. You can switch personas every round, and it doesn't... Right, it doesn't you can me.
1: switch, but the other thing, too, is it's like it's best to have a backup.
0: Well, yeah, of course. You're right. Which, man, I do, I do like... I still feel like, you know, the game gets a lot of praise, obviously. I still really like that they tie in the slice-of-life social stuff with the gameplay so well. Mm-hmm. I think it does that very, very well. Um, like, having, you know, you build a relationship with somebody, and, like, they can cure status ailments or knock or like wake people up who fell asleep or um like mm-hmm. do this or that uh battle dependent stuff. I think it's really cool. Uh I, I Yeah, it's really cool. It, it's uh I don't know. It's it's still a cool game. Like obviously I'm not I'm not like trying to be, you know, Mr Oh wow what a what a nuanced take. It's twenty twenty and I like Persona four. But like <laughs> it's it's a fun game. You can like it.
2: Yeah, it's not. Most people who critique it like it anyway. Right. It's, they're coming at it from a place of like, of just like cultural, like theory crafting more, or not even theory crafting, but just cultural critique more than anything else, and they probably think the game's good. Yeah. You know, it's a good game. It's twenty dollars on so, Steam. I think that's the perfect fucking price for it. You know, I yeah, that's uh, I've been playing a game that's an old JRPG. I played. An old JRPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the time since my last, my last couple, I, I think I was off the last one or two episodes. Uh, but in that time, I completed Chrono Cross for the very first time in my life. I played it for the first time ever, uh, which is weird because uh, this month, uh, August 2020, is its 20th anniversary. So I didn't ah, even damn. realize that because. Uh, but it was cropping up like a bunch of people were talking about it, and I was like, "All right, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot." And then I heard a, I was listening to a podcast where they brought up that it was its 20th anniversary. I was like, oh, okay, well, cool. Um, but it's interesting because that means that 20 years ago, I was sitting in my elementary school cafeteria hearing my friends Adam and Martin talk about this game like with like breathless, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. And they it was like that and Final Fantasy VIII were their favorite games. And they talked about it all the time. And I had a sixty four. I didn't have a PS1. So I would just listen to them talk about this game thinking I was like, what? This is, there's... 45 different characters that you can recruit to your party and there's all this stuff and I it just blew my mind. I thought it it was the coolest sounded like the coolest thing ever. So I and I've thought about going to it time and time uh, throughout my life since then but never did. And then, yeah, just started playing it and I knew that some people had like I knew some people had mixed feelings about aspects of it. Um yeah. And but I but as I started playing it, and as I was listening to it, people were talking about how good the battle system was and how much they liked the music and how cool the setting was. And that was my experience for about the first, I would say, 15 hours, 15 to 20 hours of the game. I was, I was super into it. Uh, the combat system is really cool. It's a, so instead of you doing, like, attacks uh, and, you know, d- just hitting attack and doing your attack, when you, when you select attack, you have three different um, – you have, like, a, a light, medium, and a heavy attack. Mm-hmm. And each one has a percentage point. Of, of how well it can hit, and then it has, um, and then it adds to your stamina meter. And your stamina meter is basically your mana, and it lets you do like special moves and, and whatnot. But you can only use a special move once per per battle. So like you, if you have cure on your character, they can only use cure once. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not a, it's not like a traditional turn-based theme. It's like all stamina-based. So once your characters have used up a certain amount of stamina, then the enemy will attack at some point but you can like trade stamina back and forth by other characters doing physical attacks. And it's really interesting. And then there's a whole element system where like if you do a certain number of attacks of a certain elemental type in a row, it increases their effectiveness and it increases how much damage they do, but it also increases how much damage you take from elements of the opposite. There's a lot of strategy there. It's really interesting. And, but the most interesting thing about the combat is that it's, you don't level up so you only level up when you beat a boss and there are lots of bosses in this game, but in between you get like little stat boosts here and there. Mostly what you get from doing battles is you get, um, is you get like better, you get abilities and money and stuff. So you can upgrade your equipment to take on the bosses. So you not re- you don't really have to grind to make levels. You just have to grind. If you want to get certain abilities or you want to, you know, uh, Earn enough money to upgrade your equipment but like there's no grinding in the game which I thought was really cool and just like in chrono or Chrono trigger um enemies are on the field so you can avoid them and uh, you don't have to fight everybody so that was really cool it made it really easy to get into um, I really like the tropical setting it's set in like a uh, it's like a mix between Osaka and like Fiji actually it reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy X but without uh, it's, it's a little bit more tropical than final fantasy X was um but yeah no it's it's really good and then about 15 20 hours in depending on how much side content you do which there's a lot of and like i love how open and optional there's like i said 45 46 technically characters that you can recruit um and you can easily miss them and it makes it feel like since there are so many characters and so many different pathways and it deals with time and everything and the only way to get each character is to do multiple new game plus playthroughs um but every like it's like basically it feels like every conversation you have or every big decision you have you're like well i'm locking myself out of somebody like i and and that makes it feel like every decision has a lot of weight because you're like i I might not even get to recruit these people Mm. or whatever and that's that's cool um but yeah then then something happens about 20 hours in and uh they swap Uh, it's spoilers if you've never played chrono cross and you want to but basically, your main character, Surge, who is... He finds himself in these this alternate reality where he died 10 years earlier. And, like, it's this thing where you're trying to undo the timelines. The timeline split being caused by Chrono, Luca, Robo, everyone from the original mm, Chrono Trigger. It is. When they did it, they caused um, this split in the timelines, basically. And... Um, and all these other timelines that you go to, and you're undoing them in Chrono Cross, they actually become these like, these like uh, broken, fag- fragmented realities where time stops, or something bad happens, and everything starts to fall apart. So basically, It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And honestly, it would they would it would have been good, and I think really interesting. But they just they're really mean a chrono trigger (laughs) and like the characters are all dead they all show up as ghosts like luca burned to death in a fire and robo you is like this he's been turned into this uh subservient robot uh that is serving the supercomputer that controls all of reality um this is the same guy who wrote xeno gears and and so there's a lot of you know gnostic mythology Mm -hmm. and Uh, Metaphysics and man, it gets up its own ass (laughs) around the middle part of the game, and that's when things really started to kind of turn for me. Um, So, Surge and the main character, the main character, and the main bad dude, whose name is Lynx, he's like a half human, half cat, Cat? panther guy. (laughs) Um, Turns out he's your dad. Um, (laughs) Turns out he's your dad from the timeline where you died because he tried to save you, and a panther demon possessed him, and he's really mad about it. The fuck. made him very so he wants to kill you
0: i think a lot of the i think a lot of of people's like just i we'll go ahead and go ahead and say it's just flat out distaste for this game might just be that narrative that gets up its own assy and also like yep you know chrono trigger such a beloved game that just having having a story that's a follow-up to that game where oh all that shit you did all that all those like touchstone moments that you really enjoyed like Oh, that's terrible! Everybody dies, and uh, <laughs> it and no one's happy, uh, and that's
2: like where we start. The whole point, like the whole philosophical underpinning of this game, is that humans are bad and they destroy nature, and that by Chrono and his group going back to fight Lavos and stop La- Lavos and stop, like the it, it it meant that the humans became the dominant species on on the planet. And then they they wipe out all the monsters and demi humans as they call them in the game. So like the lizard people from Chrono Trigger, like they, you you go see what happened to them. They got enslaved. Like you basically commit genocide on the dwarves of the world in this game. You that, who also commit genocide on the fairies, and it's just it's just all about like how Chrono Trigger was a giant mistake, and we need to make you feel bad about it. You're not undoing it because the game it like. The end of the game is really ambiguous and you don't like Surge goes back in time and he saved everything and maybe him and this character kid uh were, you know, get married in a third timeline that undoes everything, but all the other timelines are sent to like this weird dimension outside of time and space where everyone is like forgotten and it's all it's like what the fuck? It's so I don't even really I'm not a huge Chrono Trigger fan. Like I like that game. I played it several times. Uh, I think it's one of the best, you know, JRPGs ever made, but I don't like, I don't go back and play that all the time. I played it like three times. So I don't have that like beloved nostalgia for it Mm -hmm. that a lot of people do, but even I was sitting there like, why, like, why are you doing this? So I looked it up and I was reading a lot about this. Um, the guy who wrote it also wrote Chrono Trigger and like I said, Xenogears as well. And it was clear he wanted to play around in some of those same themes, but, um, Apparently him and a lot of the guys who made Cross were the were the younger developers on Chrono Trigger and they were not treated very well Mm. and they had basically an agenda and an axe to grind and they wanted to they wanted to basically shit on Chrono Trigger and (laughs) make it and be like be like fuck you. We hate. We hated how you treated us. We're gonna completely ruin this beloved game, and they do. And it's funny because, like in the promo material, they're always like, "No, there's no connections to Chrono Trigger. There's none of that." And on, honestly, for the first third of the game, it's true. And then in the middle third, you start noticing some some similarities. And the last third is literally going to all their broken timelines, uh, fighting Lavos, hearing why Chrono and Luca were, um, you know, they messed up and everything they did was wrong and uh, you're going to mess up too by changing the timelines and you're going to ruin everything. And this was all just like, basically what they're doing is they're trying to wrap up Shala's storyline from Chrono Trigger, which didn't even really need to happen. <laughs> and they did it already with Radical Dreamers. So they just, it's like, they just took every opportunity to be really mean to Chrono Trigger. And, uh, so I'm a little more sympathetic
0: to, in, in hindsight, I guess. Like, I, I, it, yeah, it's th- understandable the, the sort of yes. vitriol they had.
2: Well, here's the thing is I think I would understand it. And I, honestly, I think subverting that is an interesting, it's an interesting idea. It's, it's not a bad idea. I don't, I'm not against it. And like, like Rob said earlier, it's interesting. Yeah. But it it has another, Kato, yeah, go on. I was going to say Masato Kato, the stuff he draws upon, I think, I think, you know, like like I said, the, like the, the Gnostic mythology, the, the, you know, Hermeticism, uh union and freudian psychology this is there's a lot of really deep interesting like mythological elements to all of that stuff and he tries to use it but his i don't know if it's because he's trying to do it in his own way or and i i don't want to be accusatory here or he doesn't fully understand it <laughs> but it's so incomplete mm-hmm. that none of it makes sense like when people are like when people talk about stuff and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe I just don't understand it." It's like, "No, you get, you have all the information. Misato Kato just doesn't complete his he doesn't complete the like the like metaphysics of his games. So you're like, "How does that work?" I I don't think he understands how how it works. And and it he that's fine if if you're not going to explain it. But he explains like 30 to 50% of everything, leaves everything else up in the air and then contradicts himself for like Ten percent of it, and it n- never makes any sense.
0: Like this is sounding more and more like some kind of convoluted Dragon Ball plot as it goes.
2: Because dude, it's 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 because literally it's, the
0: entirety of 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 Trunks' story in Dragon Ball Super is like I fucked everything up by going through time. Uh, I've pissed off this fucking renegade deity, and he's going yeah. to erase everything. He's going to murder Goku, harness his power. Like he's gonna no, he's not gonna, well, He's going to take over Goku's body kill the actual Goku and like fucking usurp the godly hierarchy by murdering all the supreme Kais in this universe and like uh, uh TLDR time travel turns out it fucked everything up anyway and right by and again Luka is just Balma like she really did just fuck it up <laughs>
2: Here's the thing though Dragon Ball in its mythology is it's it's, self-referen- ref- it's self-referential and it's complete. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they might add on layers to it, all, all the different kai's, but
3: th- it makes enough sense. You know,
2: yeah, you know. Oh, there's a kai above supreme kai. Oh shit, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when you have a character in Chrono Cross who's literally explaining to you, like how the souls of the dead work, <laughs> and then another character who's explaining to you, who would who would know better? Let they that like, oh yeah, no, um, there's like there's like no meaning to life and, and it's all just a random event and, and none of this stuff matters. Mm. And then and then and then you're meeting up with characters who literally created the universe and they're like, Oh yeah, here's here's how everything works also, it's a giant supercomputer and it's like, okay, which one is it? You gotta you gotta fucking stick to it. You gotta pick you a, gotta, lane, and gotta pick it, a lane and stick to it, yeah. You, you gotta yeah, commit it just or, or like
0: create
1: the breadcrumb crumbs in, into unraveling some of those other theories.
2: Yeah, like like literally Masato Kato as a writer, I'm not we don't have, have to get into it too much, but as a writer in Xenogears Gears was more successful, but even that's really convoluted. Because it stuck a lane, it, it stuck to its lane. Mm-hmm. And I think Chrono Trigger, in its attempts to explain its its like, its you know more sci fi and and mystical aspects, it never, it I, I, whether it's because of Yuji Hori and and Sakaguchi being like we're gonna rein this in. But I can now in hindsight tell like, okay, this part was written by Masato Kato because he is over explaining things, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, we don't need to know why and how time travel is works and how it's ruining this fa- space-time fabric. And it's like, just just tell us an interesting story. And the first third third of Chrono Cross, when you're like meeting all these interesting characters and you're doing these tiny little storylines, it works so much better. And it would be so much more interesting if the whole thrust of that game was there are two different timelines – there's a bad guy who wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. You're recruiting characters in one timeline, jumping to another timeline. They're interacting with each other, and the different versions of themselves are helping each other get over whatever problems they're having in each other's timelines. That is basically how the game is. Mortal, that's, that's,
1: that's <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11! That's Mortal Kombat 11! Okay, there you go.
2: And then they change it. And then they change it halfway through, and it, the last, like literally the last third of the game is mostly lore dumps. And explain Yay. to you why everything that you b- loved about Chrono Trigger was a lie, and you're a bad first person for liking that game.
3: <laughs> man. Great. So, and it really su-
2: it really soured that game for me, man. Like, I I thought it was gonna I what thought a pitch, I, dude. I thought I, when I was playing this for the first you know five ten hours, I was like, this might be one of my new favorite JRPGs, and then it just. I don't know what happened. It didn't stick. The, it didn't happened. stick
0: the landing. It bungled it, and it almost yeah. fucking killed him.
2: <laughs> and there is a hard. There is a hard. It, it takes a hard turn, like halfway, about halfway through. You were sleeping like, you know, on a bed of shits.
1: There's there's no, there's no <laughs> shitting the bed here. It's just
0: complete shit. It's
1: already
2: there.
0: and You just fucking yeah. Just
2: <laughs> anyway, I know I just spent like twenty minutes rambling about why I think the story of this game was bad, but I think it was because. You know, I just saw the potential of what it could be. Yeah, they wanted it to be. And honestly, it would have been a more interesting game if it didn't have as much story because then it's combat, it's exploration, it's setting could all shine through. Mm -hmm. You could focus on just having these weird, you know, these neat little character interactions because 45 plus party members should be a, a really cool thing that you play with. But and it does again for the first third, and then it just drops it, and then characters literally are just like, oh hey, we just met, can I join your party? And you're like, Ooh. I guess, and then you never use them, you never do anything with them. But those first like I don't know dozen or so, they have some really interesting moments. But
1: that's, that's whatever, that's real enticing. I I gotta say because it, it, it's I've I, I've heard so much about Chrono Cross like being some sort of weird disappointment but also better than chrono trigger in some ways
2: i think it plays better i think it plays better than chrono trigger i I know people probably have feelings about that i think it's a better playing game i just wish and and you know what it can be depressing it can subvert chrono trigger it can do all that it just doesn't do it well yeah but you have to have have a
0: point to it you have to do it well in yeah
2: that's i think i don't think the game has anything to say other than it really just feels like some people were mad at the way that they were treated by Sakaguchi and Yuji Hori and the rest of the staff, the uh, the senior staff on trigger, and they're like, fuck it. We're gonna ruin this game.
1: <laughs> Spiteful sequel. Damn. God, yeah. Anyway, it's it, it, it some it like really end fun. of Ava type shit right there.
0: Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yes, yes,
2: exactly. Yes. In fact, I have s- I, I heard it posited that Chrono Cross is the perfect summation of the PS1 era of JRPGs because it's like it gets up its own ass. It doesn't really have anything to say. It has all these cool things it does, but ultimately, it's just mean. And I was like, that sounds just like Evangelion. Like, you, yep. you nailed it. It's, it's it, that is exactly how I felt at the end of this game. I was like, I don't know if I liked it. I just kind of feel sad and like bummed out.
1: So you you just wish it was better, and and and, and just. Like, the, the creators behind it, like, uh, there was some sort of malicious intent that would involve with the process, whether it be yeah. by its
2: co-workers, former co-workers, or its audience. Well, and I might be reading into it a little yeah. bit. I could be. But, like, all of the, almost all of the interviews, like, they're very open about the fact that, like, we were overworked and it was really hard. And then going back to the series was not exactly what we wanted to do. And we wanted to do something different. Yeah. And they wanted us to ha- make it connect. So well. we decided... <laughs> Fine here, it's gonna connect. Fuck you. So, anyway, yeah, talking circles around that one, but no, it, it, it makes a, me more interested to thing? actually
0: give it give it a shot. Like, because I always wrote it off as like, yeah, you're kind of just shitting on Chrono Trigger, but like, I don't know that added layer of context is like, well, there there's they didn't just like do it because they wanted to, you know, yeah. they, they they were. They didn't. They weren't idiots. You know, they knew what they were doing.
1: At the very best least. of intentions. Think, like a difference right, between right. like best of intentions, like disappointing sequel, and oh no, they deliberately wanted to tank this motherfucker. Robert,
2: I, honestly, I think, I think.
0: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon.
2: I was just gonna say. I think if I had more of that context going into it, rather than like I knew really like virtually nothing about right. the game, and I was really thinking back to like the way that my friends talked about it. So, uh, going into it with more of that context, I might have been able to know what I was getting into right and, and have a better that time might be important yeah and I think if I ever do replay it which I, I might to do because like the new game plus they let you like fast forward and skip battles and mm-hmm. do stuff so you can get all the characters and see all the side stuff and um it's a very open-ended game and I like that a lot not a lot of JRPGs of the time were like that mm-hmm. so it's a neat game but uh maybe with with knowing what I'm getting into it might be better less but, of an m- yeah,
1: emotional gut punch where it's just like wait what are they doing here
2: What? yeah and you know for me, it was less of a gut punch and more of just like a Oh okay,
1: they ring the bell <laughs> and she goes crazy what
2: yeah, well you yeah that bell it's just it 's literally just broken in the <laughs> middle of of the this alternate reality, and there 's a character there just explaining to you like. Yeah, well, um, this reality is done and we're all just kind of waiting to be exiled to, they call it the darkness b- beyond time where we exist in no time and nothing will ever change. And we'll just be, you know, sad and depressed because our timeline ended. And I was like, "What? no, <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. Like, okay, fine. Like, right, this, this is Thanks. straight up end of Eva. Yeah. Well, and like, interest, it, it does this interesting thing with the element system where if you, in the last boss if you use a certain you use elemental attacks in a certain order you perform the chrono cross and it defeats the it defeats the end boss and and it does in that last few moments i think it does kind of it does kind of have a moment of like okay yeah you fixed everything and it's okay but like i don't know it doesn't i just didn't stick it for me it just didn't do it
3: Mm mm-hmm
1: I don't know. This is a, a better pitch on Chrono Cross, um, yeah. for me that, that that I've I've heard in a while because that that sounds like, like it, it does some interesting and promising things that you want to see in the future and also just like pitted against like its its superior, um, in Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger. I I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm definitely curious and I might want to watch like an hour or two um, YouTube essay <laughs> about it at, at this point. Uh,
2: you should watch um. Resonant Arc has a really good uh review, and I think it's like you know like 20 something minutes and it's a really good review um, and I watched it after I, I played it and you know what i it's it is good I, th- the fact that no one has stolen that combat like just wholesale mm-hmm. shocks me um, I actually it was a breakthrough moment when I was playing it uh mm. in regards to my own game where I was like, oh shit, that's really interesting uh, my combat isn't very like it's very it's very simple but if i you know i'm gonna steal this uh i'm gonna steal this probability meter for different levels of attack mm-hmm. or high risk reward type deal we'll see how that works out but um yeah I, I think it's worth playing i totally think it's worth playing um i just now i'm like i don't want to play a game with a story for a while so i'm gonna <laughs> play my trip prime <laughs> that has yeah.
1: famously no story yes
2: well, I mean, uh, it, 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 it's,
0: it's... Don't talk about the, the fucking
1: bird people, Environmental Dylan.
0: storytelling. There's environmental storytelling all over Metroid Prime. That's literally what it's a fucking pioneer for, is environmental storytelling. Yep. But it's yep. fine. It's, it's yep. fine, Robert. You know what? There's yep. no story. It's just Samus goes I, to a planet and has to shoot Ridley and then kill a Metroid. That's I don't it. want that to hear about Met- how Metroid was raised by Chorizo,
1: okay? The Chorizo people.
0: That's the dog from Dude. Far Cry. You can leave him alone. <laughs> Dude. He's not in the Metroid in series yet. Actually, Carson, I'm going to play
2: come? that Mortal Shell game because I hear that game doesn't have a story <laughs> at all either, but that's pretty good, so I'm going to play that.
0: Anyway. Sure. Anyway. I think we're going to fuck off here and play our own games now. Um, we're going to call it here at this episode well, of PNB. I got a unless, little something. Unless Robert... So, oh. Robert's You know like, how, how i've Let's been
1: threatening go. to uh do do like the backlog generator or wh- whatever and like have, have you all oh, pick yep yep yeah so you're fu- you oh got that you're it's, I it's an easy yet. one this oh, okay, week okay, don't worry it's an fortune. easy one so so uh, i i i have a bunch of games and kong
2: what's kong i picked kong kong like, <laughs> Kong, kong <what>? Island.
0: <laughs> god kong damn it kong Island. for the nintendo switch <laughs>
1: um not a bad game uh, peter jackson's king kong um so, Very what I was thinking, yeah, yeah, so like, I just pick a game at random. I'm gonna I'm gonna list a bunch of games that, that I have here. It's it's auto generating. I picked some already um, based on this randomizer. It picks ten. Some of them are already are already beats or like completed at that point. Um, but the idea is like each week I'll pick like a different game to try out, try out and see like like oh I want to stick with this um, for another week or try to finish it. You know, give it a try because, you know, there's just so many games that you like, you, that you have, and it's just like, well, I'd give it a try, but like, uh, it's a little long, or like, do I want to invest yeah. time in just Just force my hand and actually get the ball rolling. And um, so for this week, I have 10 games. 10 games, but okay. six of them are actually ones I have not played yet. Played yet or finished okay. yet. Got
3: it. Are you
2: going to tell us which ones you've I, played, or are you just going nice to. Yes, I,
1: I, I'm, I'm going to go, go okay. down the list here um and i'm going to mention it to you and you too usually th- there would be like another, another um host joining us to um help up uh um pick but like i th- i think this is going to be unanimous it's 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 going to be okay. a, an, an easy one to um to you both to um say like no play I, that uh, this
2: week i already know what it is okay, okay let's go
1: so um first one up i have the last of us um i still haven't played the uh, dlc just yet mm-hmm. um that's on the dockets. Um the um oh what's it called? The one one you play as Elliot in in, in, in the Last of Us. It's, yeah. it's a free cool. Uh, Left Behind. There you, you go. Um Left there's behind, that. Yeah. There's World of Goo. Um I have not beaten that. Oh. Super Hot, beat that. Strider, beat that. Loved it. Um one yeah, of my favorite Metroidvania's, by the way. Yep. Yeah. It's a good game. Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts, um I played about a third of a while ago, just never finished it. Um, Life is Strange before the storm, the prequel, um, se- uh. the prequel sequel to uh, Life is Strange, where you play as Chloe. Um, Star Wars Battlefront, I'm finished with, uh, you know, like the 2016 or 14 one um, that was. This
2: was randomly generated.
1: It's right? randomly generated, yes. Okay, 100. Okay. okay. Um, Jazzpunk director's cuts. Um, I haven't played the director's cut version of it. So I love Jazzpunk. Um, Destiny Two light level nine fifty one. Oh, Jesus um, Christ! I already did that. Obviously, um, I'm done list. with Destiny Two right now. Obviously, for the next three um, minutes. yes, yes. So as of right now, I'm, I'm going to say the last. I gonna say the the obvious pick for last. Um, so we, we have the choices of The Last of Us, World of Goo, Valiant Hearts, Life is Strange, Before the Storm, Jazz Punk, Jazz Punk Director's Cuts. And Final Fantasy Seven remake. remake. Final Fantasy Seven yes, remake. Yes, I know. Yep.
2: Yeah, I, I knew yeah, it. Yeah. I you get like you it. you had been seeding that thing like since before we were recorded. I yep. yeah. Play that dude. Play that game. I I know. I know.
1: I I did goose the system a little bit so, so I can get that entry in there. But um, you know, you're going just...
0: to enjoy Final Fantasy Seven remake. I'm not going to say you're going to think it's the greatest game of all time, but I think <laughs> you're going to have. A You'll good have a good time with it. Yeah. It. I know it's a longish game, but I still feel like it doesn't overstay its welcome, like a lot of uh, typical JRPGs. Right. Um, if right. you
2: don't, if you don't want to do, I would say do as many of the side quests as you can stomach. They're not I, stomach is not the right word. <laughs> uh, just do as many of the side quests as you are you want, because um, they all have. They might not be. Uh, narratively, as interesting as something like The Witcher Three, but they often uh, they often unlock really good side weapons or yeah. just interesting character moments outside of the definitely worth so, so it. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's worth it. Um, I did all the side quests and I beat that in like thirty five hours. Mm. Um, so I know that's a that's a lot, but the thing is, is that thirty five hours can fly by because some of those moments are very uh, linear, but in a good way. So you're not like you're, you're, you're just spinning your yeah. wheels. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the doldrums of yeah yeah 2 too, where like I don't want to I don't want to beat it just yet because I want to finish off the Majima construction, um, clan creator. Um, there's some so some more sub stories to do, and then. I want to try to get into shogi, shogi, Shou, Shou, and you know, like Japanese chess, and also mahjong, and try to figure that out. Maybe, yeah. I we'll see. I, I, I definitely want to try to get, do all the sub stories, which would also means um, beating the cabaret club and taking care of the mahjong construction.
2: I honestly, it sounds like you're literally just talking about like literal Final Fantasy VII remake plots because <laughs> little, there yeah, are things that yeah, like cabaret and do all the sub stories and yeah i mean it you're gonna you're there's gonna a be a lot fine. of yeah there's a lot of stuff there that i think will just right. appeal to the i, to I, I the, i'm sure the, the combat rawness. in final fantasy 7 is
1: gonna make me wish it's just like man i wish they put a lot more effort in and production in in the yakuza combat at this point oh wait i just have to wait for 7 for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i you know it uh it might but i think yeah. that I, you know, they are kind so of striving different for things. different I, things, but I think you're gonna like. Yeah, you'll you're like gonna it. like that game. I think you'll okay. like it.
1: And I'll put it on the list for by the August twenty fourth. Okay, that that, that week, I'll, I'll I'll have my uh, discussions um, for next episode. You'll definitely, on. you'll
0: definitely enjoy it. Um, I and I trust me, it, as as rabbit holey as you get with storylines in in a lot of games by the end of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you might just you might just watch a a, a critic's fucking seventeen hour dissection of it. You never know.
2: We'll we'll send you some spoiler casts. I think I'm pretty sure Waypoint did like two of them. or something <laughs> like yep. that. I listened to lot. There's it's a lot them. to dig into. Oh, I listened to. My, oh, okay. So you. Oh, okay. You already know I something. listen to the okay, waypoint, I listen
1: to the laser times, I listen to giant
2: bombs. <laughs> okay, all right. So so like, already, I'm, I'm already, already interested it. in it.
1: It's just like actually playing the game and, and like just seeing it beat okay. by beat. It,
2: it's just what right. I'm like interested in. Well, and in. you're like me, you don't you didn't have any reverence for the original stuff. Do sentence, not give so a single fuck. There you go. You'll be fine. I'll yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be great. totally fine. In fact, fine, I I didn't even really like I, the. Original I do have games. like
1: a greatest hits collection of, of, of that double disc of, of like Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy 7. I, I bought from this, mm-hmm. from a random um, exchange store. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I have the, the re- PS One disc of it, but it's like, am I ever going to play it? No.
2: <laughs>
0: PS One oh, disc wow. of Chrono Trigger.
2: Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. the Chrono Trigger was also on the the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy anthology. Yeah. I can show you right yeah, now Yeah. that was like, it was four like six. Four or Actually, they were gonna. Then... gonna they were gonna put Chrono in that other one, or Chrono Cross in that other one, but literally they were like, or they were like, no, <laughs> like the 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 producers like, I don't want to, I don't want to collect it into anything. No. Same with Radical Dreamers, they're like, no, yeah, get don't it do out of it. here,
0: please. Like we can just just let Chrono Trigger be Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yeah, but I have that Super Famicom fucking uh, version of Final Fantasy VI. I uh, got one from Chris Kohler, just chilling in the back, uh, back here somewhere, and I got it signed by uh, Uematsu. In Arnie Hall. That's really awesome. Which is so fucking cool. Hey, yeah, it is 4. Yeah, there you go. You motherfucker. Final Fantasy 4 is great. Yeah. Don't know about the PS1 version, but... Because I, I... For some reason, I, I thought... I it was 7. It was, I was I, wrong. I, I th- no, it's fine. I um, those games were kind of buggy on PS1. Or, like, slow to load. Uh, because they were yes. cartridge-based games made uh, pressed onto a
2: disc. I mean, if you're going to play... I was thinking about playing Chrono Trigger as I was playing Chrono Cross, but I think I need some space from that series for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I
1: realize uh, that too. Like just doing like back to back Yakuza games and It's just like,
0: ooh, okay, this is a you, lot. You can get kind of burned out. I mean, you see why I was a little hesitant at playing like three Here's or four thing, though, Metroid Dylan. games.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing, though: if you tally up the time it's going to take you to go through the entire Metroid series, you're looking at like probably the same amount of time. Like just 60 hours, 70 in hours? in the first Prime, you're looking at thirty hours for just the handhelds plus Prime, right? Probably. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's they're not that like Metroid games aren't super meaty unless you're trying to find
0: everything and don't have a guide no. for it. So. And honestly, yeah. this
2: this this uh this drawn out year of the RPG has made me kind of realize why I prefer games in like the 15 to 25 hour range. That being said, I like,
0: do love me a slow grind. I like a couple years ago when I got into Octopath Traveler, game hit me <laughs> like a ton of bricks in the best way
2: possible. Oh yeah. Right. I think I I think I've just been I i was really into you know dragon quest 11 and i was really into final fantasy um 7 remake and i played a bunch of other final fantasy games earlier this year and I, after playing chrono cross i was like i'm, I'm not gonna play a, a jrpg for a while it,
0: it, it's fine it's fine to pump the brakes on it for sure
1: for sure yeah you, yeah. you need like a it, it's like a biannual update where it's just like all right you gotta have like a J, jrpg of choice you want to blast through and just like and feels it's good really to, good if,
0: here's the thing Robert since you're so fucking addicted to Game Pass now you're gonna play Dragon Quest 11 at some point too it's gonna happen we're gonna play it like at the same time Brendan hey man Brendan's just gonna be fucking rubbing his hands just like yes yes <laughs> oh like, uh, so when we,
2: we when we get when, when we inevitably get there I uh we haven't done a yeah, Grand I will, Forever I will Robert, just to say just I will reap we, we we did do a Grand Forever on it on Vanilla did we? yes on Vanilla Hold oh, the fuck. we did Hold. Oh, I'm pretty sure we did it on Vanilla right or did we do it on – I thought we did it on Vanilla.
1: I think you did it on Vanilla, not the definitive version. We've done example.
0: a lot of podcasts on this here, uh, network. And if you want to support any more that we – <laughs> Oh, yeah, to... we're still recording. You yeah, can yeah. always go to patreon.com slash PNB where you can give us support for all our little projects and shows that we're doing. I believe this week uh, we're going to have on the Patreon feeds a little best of bonus clips. Uh, we, we record a little bit before the show. Um, and we're thinking of just compiling those into one one sort of regular size episode. What's up, Patreon Robert. feed? This week, Patreon the free
1: feed, feed. The free feed is me talking about sports, talking yeah. about um an overrated Chicago icon, taking him down a peg or two. Deep dish pizza? Uh, no, <laughs> it's a man. Oh. Not not a, not, a, not like not a dish. You don't eat a man. Yeah. Well. Uh, It's a man you see all over Chicago, and the Washington Football Team. Uh, I discussed that, that, that uh, make some bad jokes.
0: uh, Is that the guy? Damn it! Never mind. Go on. It's
1: it's the guy from that one uh, soccer Will Ferrell movie. Sure, yeah. Whatever that was. Sure. The man, the the fucking man, is a fucking whore for advertising, and and it's just—it's a lot. Anyway, rant.exe. It's. Back again um, for the th- yeah. third episode. It's um it's an in- enjoyable edits w- w- once it's all done. I, I-, I hate recording them because I feel really weird just talking to myself. Um, but yeah. once you actually get into them, it- it's 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 enjoyable. Um, besides that, um, the bonus feed um will be coming out as well as as Dylan mentioned.
3: Yeah, um, that's really
1: about stuff. it for me. Um, want to try to get level select stuff going. Um, I just need to stop feeling like um the world is collapsing all around me that kind of situation yeah so, just lean in man just stay lean in it's fine. lean in and yeah. just fall off the edge
2: no 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 i mean like lean in just like just like let 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 yourself just like do the do the, the level select work? Just lean into that.
1: There that's you mean. go. Oh, okay. I I, I thought you were suggesting I, I should like no 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 jump, I, jump yeah, off okay. the, no, the edge did, of the earth, earth like kind, that, of kind of thing. No, that's it. It did sound like flat. that's I
2: meant. I meant. like just like lean no, all oh, in I on see. the level just select. Just lean stuff. off the earth. Don't, and then just get, don't <laughs> yeah. That's no mm-hmm. fall off there. No. Um.
0: But uh, and and just doing some last minute research here. Uh, turns out we at PNB have done an episode of Grind Forever on Dragon Quest Eleven, but we have not done an episode on Dragon Quest Eleven S definitive edition just saying
2: got some good character moments in I'm that i'm just game.
0: saying I, I, like having a me and robert dragon quest special where neither of us have ever played the game before sounds intriguing <gasps> to me that sounds that sounds like a, that could be a good i will so say the game pass
1: version is just the regular ass by bones version it's the vanilla no, I, version it's not the definitive
0: no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still s though right i, th- I thought it was
1: yeah it, sure.
0: or maybe s is coming later this year it, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, is, is definitive different from S? Hang on, S
1: Hang
2: is definitive. Yeah, S is the definitive version. Yes. Okay, Dragon Quest XI S is the definitive version. Let's see here. It's a downgrade in graphics, but it's got, uh, it it's got better music and tons of. It's got better music and tons of really good characters. the Switch version, which is strange. Yeah, they just—they literally just ported the Switch version. Very weird, but um,
0: whatever. I guess it'll run better on my I, PC then. It is
1: the definitive <laughs> edition Okay, whatever.
0: Sure. But, uh, yeah, so give us a little support over at patreon.com slash PNB for all of our future endeavors and silly stuff that we're up to. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tierney. You can follow Brendan on Twitter at Brendan underscore LH. Follow Robert on Twitter at 23 Breach. You can follow T.L. Foster on Twitter at Travis L. Foster. That's right. That is his name. Uh,
1: clarifying on, on T.L. and Kayla, Kayla's really busy with retail work, and our schedules don't uh, intercede. That often, um, and TL he's been going through some stuff. Still, he might have and COVID again.
0: Not a joke. Uh, yeah, he had to yeah, mail that in. So he had that is. So had a said, lot
1: of uh, work to do. It's it's a it's a heavy season for him for for, for, for work. Sure. So he's not
2: that available. That to said, record. Um uh Kayla will be soon releasing her uh, her first book, which we want to shout that yeah, out. And also, all, Travis uh, is still. He's been working on some stuff Well, he's live been from the pool uh, house. getting better live from the pool house. Definitely check that out. Not your typical,
1: um, um like run in the mill. Like let's recap a show. Let's, but no, yes. like, like adds their own perspectives and gives, gives the show like a, 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 a new view on it. I yeah, would say in a the, more holistic he his, manner. Uh,
2: he and his co-host Sonya, good, good stuff. And, um, they often have good guests and stuff on there too. Uh, so definitely check that out
1: for sure good upcoming guest too got a little <laughs> oh like holy shit dude like man it's know,
0: right? getting the big bucks in here we'll see if that uh, any of that <laughs> residual guest ends up on pnb i would love to get Emmett watkins on here gotta say uh <laughs> big fan of Emmett. um so for myself and robert and brendan you all have yourself a good one help you fuck just period just at yeah, all just so, just, just, I know, it,
1: just throwing it out it there Hope like, you get throwing that Hope. vibe Hope. out there